Hey, hey, welcome back. It is time for another episode. We are here, episode nine. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a wonderful week. I won't be talking long with you tonight. We're just going to jump right into Brie Chats. But I just want to say it's the episode that I've been promising (laughs) and failing to deliver. Um, However, the moment has come. So we are here and it is time for episode nine. It is the getting to know me episode. Yes. Uh, But before we get into the main segment, I'm just going to jump right into Brie Likes and uh, Brie Chat. So I don't know for you guys, but um, I hope you had a good week. Honestly, it was another scorcher and I tried to make sure that as much as it was hot (laughs) and uncomfortable, I was still appreciative of the fact that we were enjoying this heat because winter is coming. Yes, not to be, you know, Game of Thrones throwing it out there, but winter is coming. So I am trying to embrace as much as I can and appreciate this summer season um, because it is it is quickly coming to an end. We are, you know, approaching the second week in August. And for a lot of people, I think, you know, we always say, wow, <laughs> the, win- the the summer has gone by in, in a blink of an eye. And it, it really has. Uh, but I can say that so far, my summer has been wonderful. I've really been making the most of it. And I hope you have been too. Um, this week was a little bit of a, you know, it's a meh type of week for me um the my week started off it started off a little bleh I I was coming off of my recap and reset weekend and I really tried to make sure that I had my goals laid out for the week I was coming in hot when I tell you I I had you know I made so many so many lists of what you know my expectation is for the upcoming week and man everything just went flat you know, you're baking a cake and, and you take it out too quickly and the middle just falls flat. Yep, that was my that was my week. Uh, I felt unmotivated. <laughs> I felt unmotivated. I couldn't tell you what it was, um, but it was really it was frustrating me. And no matter what I tried, it just it just didn't do. So I just I just chalked it up to, you know what? This week is one of those weeks that you're just going to be like, meh, it happened. It is what it is. Um, and I just kept it moving. Uh, aside from that, uh, Brie Likes, I am sharing with you guys this week a YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube, the name of the YouTube channel is Belief in Fatherhood. He is absolutely wonderful. I have been watching um, their videos, both him and his wife, Yvette. The YouTube channel is called Belief in Fatherhood, and they have a podcast called How Married Are You? Um, they have four kids, uh, and you know I enjoy watching watching the the YouTube channels. I enjoy watching the family uh, because they're they're funny to me. The kids are hilarious, the personalities, but most of all, I really like the channel and the fact that Belief he really he really puts forward this positive light of, of what it means to be a father, right? They're a black family and they they just really try to be very intentional with how they raise their children, exposing them to different, you know, different things uh, within reason, having difficult, difficult conversations, but also recognizing that, you know, with the four children that they have, 
no two children are the same, right? And 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 you can't raise children the same. Um, but when I say that I was able to really just watch them and, and learn from them, I guess, for when my time comes along, when I become a mom, um, I really enjoy his channel. And the kids are so funny. <laughs> they have four children and uh, they have one girl, three boys, one girl. Uh, Anaya is the only girl. Um, you have Uriah, uh, Uzi, that's the baby, Anaya, the girl. And I don't know why I'm missing um, the first son's name, but you guys should check out the channel because when I tell you they're so funny and his YouTube shorts are hilarious. <laughs> the YouTube shorts are hilarious. I mean, being the only girl, um, Anaya being the only girl with a bunch of brothers, it's, oh, Theo, Theo is the name of the, the oldest son, uh, but they are so funny. And Uzi, his nickname is Uncle Baby. <laughs> Uncle Baby is a mood, y'all. Like, he is so funny. So you should definitely check out the channel and um, let me know what you think. Drop me a, drop me a note in the pot in the, in the, on IG. Drop me a note on the podcast. Let me know what you think about the channel. Uh, but I try to share things with you guys that I find interesting uh, because it's, it's one, I like to share information and like to share things. So, you know, I'll share random bits here and there, but you guys should definitely check out um, Belief in Fatherhood, the YouTube channel. I will not wait any longer. We are going to be rolling right into the main segment coming right up. So guys, it is time for the main segment. And it is the getting to know me segment. It is the getting to know me episode. I have been, you know, I've been trying to find a way to share a bit about myself. And I recorded this episode a few weeks ago, but for some reason, I just, I didn't like the way it sounded. So I just, I scrapped it and I said, you know what? I'll come back to it. I rewrote the script and I said, I'll get a chance to record it. And I recorded last week's episode. And as I was fine-tuning the script this week, I realized that today, tonight, the day that I would be recording the episode is actually the Independence Day of Jamaica, the 60th anniversary of Jamaica's independence. And I thought to myself, because y'all, this was not planned. I know know it might seem like I planned it, (laughs) but trust me. I did not plan it, but I thought to myself when I realized that it would be on Jamaica's independence that I would be recording this episode, I said, Sabrina, why not? (laughs) I said, Sabrina, there's no way you are not going to record the episode about yourself because on the anniversary of your island's independence, 60 years in Jamaica has received their independence. It is only right that Jamaica's number one fan, and I say that with all seriousness, Jamaica's number one fan, um, how right would it be for me to record this episode? So guys, you are getting this episode on Jamaica's 60th birthday. And, you know, to all my wonderful Jamaicans, because y'all, y'all know, listen, (laughs) all my friends and family know that I ride hard for Jamaica okay 
<laughs> if you you know if you know me in real life it, this is how you know they say like how how you know how this are you right well how jamaican am i sabrina has a jamaican steering wheel cover because why not okay what jamaican what proud jamaican do you know out there that does not have some form of jamaican accessory to represent you know the island the land of my birth yes the foundation layer yes the little but with talawa island the smallest biggest island the biggest smallest island in the world man let me tell you i know people ride for their countries but i don't think nobody rides for their country the way jamaicans ride for their country okay i don't think anybody talks with so much pride the way how jamaicans talk with pride and i um i may be biased and that's fine i'm totally open to being biased in fact guess what this is a safe space for me uh, I'm letting you know that I'm 100% biased. I'm 100% biased. Um, when it comes to my island, there's there's no place sweeter. There's no place more wonderful. And you know, I it's very nostalgic for me actually taking a walk down memory lane with this getting to know me episode. So I will leave all my big ups to my people them after. Wait, just wait. Y'all waiting for an accent to come out? Give me two seconds, okay? I might go into this getting to know me and then baby baby we will be you know i'll just be i'll just be jamaican (laughs) i'm just gonna be the most extra jamaican you have ever encountered so i'm gonna start off with growing up in jamaica as i mentioned before i was born and raised um in jamaica up until the age of 16 and i attended prep school high school um i Jamaica is it holds it just holds a very wonderful and and, and the memories of growing up in Jamaica um, You know, you have good and bad memories, but a majority of my memories are all good, right? I, I think one of the things I really appreciate is the fact that um, the values and the foundation that was laid when when I was growing up in Jamaica it's really took me throughout the years of my life um, there are things that I hold on dear to uh, I think I think it's important you know especially for immigrants right coming to this country it is not an easy thing uh, so being able to have those foundational values that that you hold dear they really make a difference um, attending high school in Jamaica and I would say prep school was great you know for those who may not be familiar um, everybody's home life was different I think my family we were probably like an average middle-class family in Jamaica uh, my mom and my dad and my brother and we we just I just remember fondly being able to my mom was very both my parents right they were really um, it was important for them that my brother and I, that we were able to explore, you know, the island. A lot of people would, you know, just not be able to do the things that we were able to do when we were privileged to do. So I will say that it was truly a blessing for the fact that we were able to go to different parts of the island we would have weekend trips my mom and my dad we would drive to the country we'd drive to different you know we'd drive to saint elizabeth we'd see the sites the things that tourists came to jamaica to see my mom and my dad made sure that we were exploring those those places as well 
So it wasn't anything new to us if we went somewhere and someone said, oh, have you ever been to Reach Falls? We'd be like, yes, we've been to Reach Falls. Uh, because my mom is like, this is, this, is your, this is your homeland. Why not explore it? And I think that trend, you know, that, that same mindset um, came with me as I grew up because I've always wanted to explore where I live. I always wanted to know the different parts of it and, and, and getting to know the, you know, the places and I see it now, even in my, my drive to discover New York and to discover um, Long Island and to discover, you know, even other countries. I, I, it, it, that curiosity has been, that seed was planted by my parents when I was younger and it, and it just grew as I got older. But uh, I grew up in the 90s and 90s babies are the best babies. <laughs> we, we, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s. I attended prep school, Wilmer's Prep. I attended, um, before that I attended Maysville Prep and then I attended Wilmer's Prep. And then I, I, I graduated high school. I passed the common entrance and I attended Wilmer's High School for Girls. And when I, you know, there was... For, for common entrance, you get to select the schools that you, you want to go to based on your scores. And, you know, um, first choice, second choice, third choice, something similar to that. Uh, but my choice was Wilmer's. <laughs> my choice was Wilmer's all the way. If I could have put Wilmer's first, Wilmer's second, Wilmer's third, that would have been it. I loved my high school. Uh, <laughs> I loved my high school. I I, I I think I was born to be a Wilmerian. <laughs> It sounds funny, but there was something, I don't know what, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I really enjoyed my high school years. Um, you know, it was an all girls school, uh, and we, you know, we just had fun. It was growing up back, back in the nineties and the, you know, I think, I think there was a difference to it, right? Kids nowadays, you know, they got the internet, you know, they're so like zonked out on the internet and social media, their social skills are crazy. But for for my generation, we we had to make do with, you know, sending little notes and, and, and doing, you know, this and that. And, and, and we had our little girl cliques. <laughs> we had our girl cliques um, in high school and our high school started in the in the West Indies. We start high school um, in the seventh grade. So in the U.S., high school begins in the um, ninth grade. But. For us, high school began in the seventh grade. So we just, we took advantage of that. Um, there was first form, second form, because seventh grade, we call seventh grade in the U.S. junior high, and then eighth grade, ninth grade. For Jamaica, we call it like first form, second form, third form. So I, I went to Wilmer's up until fourth form, and I, I will say it was probably around fourth form that I peaked. <laughs> When I say peaked, meaning I think I was coming into my own. I've always been a reader, right? My mom, my mom loved to read, and I think I inherited that from her. I can get lost in books. I can get lost in just in, in, in series, and reading takes me away, and it's comforting for me. I can go in a bookstore and just be at peace <laughs> because there's just something about books, right? And the smell of books. So my mom had a lot of books, and I would read her books when I got older, uh, but in fourth form, I can honestly say that was the time that I had all these plans. Um, my friends and I, we, you know, we, we, we planned to do a newspaper. I remember writing out all my um, 
plans in a blue and white marble notebook. And I wrote out, I was like, we're going to start a newspaper. We're going to go to the prom. We're going to have a prom because for girls school, we never, we never really had like a school dance. It was always like, if we had a school dance, we were wearing our uniforms. When I tell you strict, it was strict y'all. Like we couldn't chew gum in our uniforms. Uh, our principal, God rest our soul, Mrs. Harrison, you know, she would always say, ladies, do not be loud, raucous, or ordinary. And and that stuck with me. You know, there's certain things that will stick with you throughout your life. I will never forget that. I will never forget that. I remember when even when we had like threatening storms, right? Because an island is tropical. So, you know, we have hurricanes. But when we had like a threatening storm, and we would look in the news and all the other high schools would be closed and you would hear Wilmer's is open <laughs> and our principal would be standing at the gate with her umbrella and as we're driving and our parents are driving us in she would say good morning ladies good morning ladies good morning ladies and you know it was just it was it was nice some people may not have fond memories of their high school and there were things that may have been uncomfortable for me because as a teenager right you're, you're it's an awkward time However, I can honestly say that when I look back at my years at Wilmers, I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful because once again, that was another layer of the foundation that was laid for me. And I, I hold that dear, right? I, I, I didn't get the chance to start the newspaper or, or have our prom um, because it was after fourth form that I migrated to the United States. And that was that was a hard transition for me. I it was hard, you know, coming into this country as 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 a 16 year old. Right, my brother and I we migrated to this country. Our parents were already living here, and we one I didn't want to be here. <laughs> I didn't want to be here because I I, I kind of knew right. I think a part of me knew that. I was going to end up staying that summer when we came to visit our parents. And I remember asking my mom, as soon as I got off the, you know, got out the airport, I saw her and I was like, are we going back? And she said to me, well, can't you give me a hug first? And I was like, no, no, no. Before I even hug you, I need to know if I'm going back. I was like, mom, I just need to go back, mom. And she said, yes, you are going back. Uh, guess what? Spoiler alert. Mm, she lied. Parents lie, y'all parents lie <laughs> I remember my mom you know I was packing that August and she says to me where are you going and I said I'm going back to Jamaica and she said no 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 you're not she says to Brene I can't take it I can't handle you guys being away from me 16 year old Sabrina couldn't care less right <laughs> I couldn't care less what she wanted to say I had plans I had my friends we were gonna have fun it was the you know last year of high school before we go before we went to upper six and, and lower six you know which would be 10th and you know 10th um 11th and 12th grade but I never got that chance um and it's something that I still you know still kind of salty about it to this day but coming to the U.S. at that age it was it was a hard transition for me one I didn't want to be here you know, I missed my friends and it was just culturally different. I know folks usually think, oh, well, you know, Jamaica is an English speaking island, so it shouldn't be like, I don't understand what's so, um, what's the cultural difference, right? You can understand English, but it's not just about English, right? That's the, that's the least of it. It's about the way things are done, right? In Jamaica, 
when when you know it's very the respect for authority is is very much instilled in us uh the hierarchy is that adults you know the respect for adults the respect you respect your elders you are courteous to your elders you are courteous to the adults you're courteous to your parents your neighbors your neighbors can reprimand you and then if you talk back your parents would recommend would reprimand you on top of that um in the united states not so much <laughs> and i remember going you know i attended high school here and it was just it was awkward i was awkward um i was i i one thing i did know is that i since you know being in jamaica i've always listened to different genres of music i was listening to rock and roll when i was in first form and um you know i'd share it with my friends and i'm like girl nobody who's who who is aerosmith <laughs> who is aerosmith and why are you listening to these people and i'm like guys this music is so good like do you hear what he's singing steven tyler i love him um but it was just it was just a different time and i remember i remember um specifically my first day of high school in the united states uh my my teacher came into the class and i remember scrambling for my my um class itinerary and i, I looked at it because i wanted to know i couldn't remember his name and i wanted to get his name and i stood up and i said good morning mr israel and i looked around and no one else was standing up with me <laughs> no one was standing up with me because they didn't do that in the schools here and he looked at me and he said where are you from and i said i'm from jamaica and he said, okay. He said, good morning. We don't do that here. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. And, and honestly, y'all, it took me, it took me a while to kind of practice myself to not automatically jerk and stand up whenever the teacher came into the, the classroom, because back home, you know, you, you respected your adults, you respected the, your teachers. So you're, you're giving them respect by standing up and telling them good morning. So that was, um, that was a bit of a of a of a culture shock uh, there were other things that were a bit of a culture shock <laughs> and i don't want to you know i don't want to cause any controversy but even even with how um you know how the schools were set up i think my school they had like a babysitting section for for teenage mothers and i was just like bruh what what is happening uh, because that's not something that you see in Jamaica, right? It, first of all, you're not expected to get pregnant in high school in Jamaica. It it sounds I wouldn't say it's not a matter of hypocritical, but that's just something that kids don't do, right? It's like we don't talk about that. And I remember seeing it here, and I was just baffled. It's like, why didn't they send her away? <laughs> I remember saying that to a classmate, and she's like, Where, wh "What planet are you from? Are you from Mars? What are you, what are you, what are you talking about?" So, you know, I just, I realized very quickly that things were done differently. So I, I kind of kept things to myself. Um, I did meet other Jamaicans. Some were not necessarily like me Jamaican, but the fact that they were Jamaican was comforting enough. And I remember um, one of my friends, we met one of my, you know, and I, we became fast friends. We met on the first day and it really that friendship kind of kept me through high school. And I give God thanks for that. Uh, then, you know, graduated from high school, went to college. Oh, another thing. Y'all, let me tell you something. 
when I came to to high school, there were certain classes that we had in Jamaica that they didn't the trans they didn't transfer to the United States, right? The credits didn't transfer, so they wanted to put me back. I was just like, no, excuse you, do 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 you know me? No, put back. Me look like me, I don't steal. No, no, no. Sabrina is no dunce. What do I need to do to get this? You know, to fix this. And he said to me. You could take summer school. And I was like, oh my goodness, with all the kids who failed? He was like, no, you could take it to move ahead. Like, if you want to take extra classes, you can. And I said, how much is that? Because, again, right, I guess you would consider Wilmer as a private school. Everything was paid for. Like, you had to pay for everything, right? You paid for books. You paid for uniform. You paid for, you know, your taxi drivers. You paid for, um, you paid for, you paid for everything. My parents paid for everything. And when they were, you know, my, my the, the guidance counselor was like, well, no, it's free. I was like, give me all the classes I can take. <laughs> I took all the class. I made use of the opportunities that were presented to me. And, you know, because once again, as a Jamaican, if it's one thing we do, we don't do anything normal. Not only did I take summer classes, y'all, I took night classes. I, t- I didn't think I needed to take these classes at that point because I was already caught up but I like school I could be a lifelong learner if it if you gave me the opportunity um I mean like a lifelong school student <laughs> because you're always learning right but I would go to school for if it was a career I'd go to school it's fine I would I would go to school I'd listen to lectures because I enjoy school so you know that was that and I I took advantage of all the opportunities that were presented to me and your girl graduated with honors your girl graduated with a scholarship and I I went off to college I went off to undergrad my my degree is actually in broadcast journalism and it's which is so funny to me when I'm doing the podcast because I'm like wow look at that (laughs) I'm making use of that degree because I ended up working um in city government I will say that my journey in my journey my career has been really just like it's just been like a blessing from God because the opportunities that I've had uh in my career in city government as a civil servant has been beyond my imagination I've been able to work in so many different areas of um my agency of the city and on top of that you know I was able to present to city council which was it was pretty awesome. I was just like, well, this is not this is not, you know, this is actually good. Like when I think of me, you know, coming from Jamaica and 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 coming to this country, I never thought that I'd be afforded the opportunities that I was granted and I am always truly thankful because I I look at it as a blessing and I don't take it for granted. Um and I think one of the things that I have always held on to is my identity as a Jamaican, right? And and one of the reasons I was thinking about this a few years ago, and I said, Sabrina, you hold on to being Jamaican so much to the point where <laughs> it's just like, dude, you don't don't look at me and see me. Can't you tell that I'm Jamaican? Of course, nobody could tell that you're Jamaican, right? Because it's just like, oh, you're black, right? In America, it's just they go by you know skin color Jamaica it's out of many one people it doesn't matter if you're black white purple pink you're Jamaican <laughs> so you know I I, I I I found myself in this weird space where 
one as as an immigrant I never necessarily felt a part of like black America right but I felt American there was a part of me that was like wow when did I become an American (laughs) because you know I I, being living here for the other half of my life I I can honestly say that um, there's a duality right there's the Jamaican in me but then there's also the American right because for one, I will be forever grateful for the opportunities that I've been afforded living in this country, being a citizen of this country. Uh, but at the same time, I honestly believe that me being Jamaican and the foundation that was laid and the seeds that were sown growing up, you know, on that wonderful tiny island, tiny but we're big, you know? But growing up on that island, I can honestly say that those those seeds really blossomed and helped me to continue, right, in, in, in my career, in my personal life, the people and the relationships that I've developed, I, I can honestly say they would have not necessarily come to fruition, one, without God, but also without having those seeds that were sown um, those many years ago. <laughs> so... I, I come to look at myself, right, um, and the duality that I now embrace because I didn't embrace it at one point. You know, the, the American in me was just like, it, it, you know, she slipped in and I was like, who are you? Because we're Jamaican over here. So where did you come from? But she was like, girl, it's okay. You know, we can share. <laughs> and I, I, I look at it now and I'm a proud Jamaican, but I'm also a proud American, right? Because... I I would be lying if I said, you know, there wasn't a part of me that also had an allegiance to this country. And I'm grateful for, I'm grateful now thinking of it for my parents, you know, lying to me and and taking me here um, at the time that they did, because I honestly believe that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. Things happen and we may not like it when it's happening, but when you look at your life, right and you look at the things that you've overcame and you look at the things that you have experienced and gone through and you're like wow I I can't believe these things have happened to me but I don't believe they would have happened they would have happened had I not been here at the time that I was so I am grateful with it I've come to terms with the fact that I am both Jamaican and American it is okay uh, it is sometimes very hard for me during um, Olympics because let, I will not lie, Sabrina is cheering for Jamaica. Okay, if Jamaica is not running, then I'll cheer for America. However, the first island or the first country that I'm cheering for in the Olympics is Jamaica. That's just that's just it. Um, so this is the getting to know me episode and I shared a bit about myself. I shared my journey from Jamaica, um, and you know, being in this country and living my life and it's been a ride (laughs) y'all. It's been a ride. Um, but I would not, I would not change it for the world. One of the things I'm, I'm, I'm working on is, is not regretting, um, the things that, I've experienced but looking at them as life lessons because you can't change the past you can't change the past you can only learn from it so I'm learning a lot and um, again I, I honestly feel 
so happy <laughs> to be doing this episode on my island's Independence Day. Um, I am smiling from ear to ear. I don't know if you could tell <laughs> through the microphone, <laughs> but I am absolutely giddy of this fact. And, you know, I'm just going to switch off right now and talk to all my Jamaicans. Give me one second. <clears throat> Big ups to all of my Jamaican them on this wonderful, wonderful Independence Day. Jamaica 60 is truly an accomplishment. Jamaica 60 is a blessing. I will say that Jamaica is and will forever be the most special place in the world to me. Um, yes, you see what I did there? Yes, 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 yes. So to all my wonderful Jamaicans them, and even my non-Jamaicans, I know you guys rolling your eyes, shaking your head, maybe doing both, and that is fine, that is fine, because guess what, you know me, and to know me is to love me. So to all of my people them, big up on yourself, straight, lick about with Talawa, out of many one people. I dedicate this episode to my wonderful island. I dedicate this episode to my people both Jamaican and American. Guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate the podcast. Don't forget to drop your girl some love. And as we say in Jamaica, walk good people, walk good. Bye guys. <laughs>